You're listening to the 90-10 rule. 90% business, 10% music. Today on the 90-10 rule, we discuss PROs. What are they and which one should you join? But first, this. Finding hell. Thick as fuck. Oh my God. That's my baby. Caroline, you divine. Mighty fine. Shorty really blow the pie. Like a pro. Fuck you, thought. Holy shit, I'm big lit. It's looking like it's about time to fuck it up. Caroline, listen up. Don't wanna hear about your horoscope or what the future holds. Shut up and shut up and let's get going. Like a Tarantino movie. Don't wanna talk it out. Can we fuck it out? Cause we gon' be up all night. Fuck a decaf. You see, I'm a tall thug. Guess I'm a G rap. If you want safe sex, baby, use the knee pad. Freaky with the sticky icky, baby, give me kitty kitty <clears throat> Killer, west side nigga Boy, you like 98 degrees and I'm 300, nigga, keep your feet running I keep, keep, keep when I eat these beats, better boy, get smart Don't run up in my lane, I don't want you in my lane, you a lame, get smart Cause gray scenes might be great, but I love your bloopers And perfects for the urgent, baby, I want forever Caroline, don't you see that? I want you to be mine. Um, what are these bananas for? Decoration. Bad things, fun as hell. Thick as fuck, oh my god. That's my baby. Caroline, you divine. Mighty fine. Started really blow the pie. Like a pro <laughs> Holy shit I'm really It's looking like it's about time To fuck it up Caroline, listen up Don't wanna hear about your horoscope Or what the future holds Shut up and shut up and Let's get going Like a Tarantino movie Don't wanna talk it out Can we fuck it out? Cause we gon' be up all night Fuck a decaf You see I'm a tall thug Yes, I'm a G-Rath If you want safe sex Baby, use the knee pad Freaky with the sticky icky Baby, give me kitty kitty <clears throat> Killer West side nigga Boy, you like 98 degrees and I'm 300, nigga, keep your feet running I keep, keep, keep when I eat these beats, better boy, get smart Don't run up in my lane, I don't want you in my lane, you a lame, get smart Cause gray scenes might be great, but I love your bloopers And perfects for the urgent, baby, I want forever Caroline, don't you see that? That was Caroline by Amine, here on the 9010 Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the 9010 Rule. I am Kevin Davis, and as always, to my left, I got Mr. Brian Jennings. <laughs> Mr., I like that, man. You keep saying that. that he, that's going to catch on pretty soon. Everybody's going to be calling me that. Well, you're getting old now, man, so uh, we got to give you respect. They, and to my right... You didn't let me say anything. Miss Crystal, how you doing, Don't man? Don't you do it. Don't what? you do it. You take that mess off of there. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. <laughs> you're getting younger, Crystal. Ah, oh, thank you. Thanks, guys. I'm going to go with that. So look, today, guys, we have a show. Um, basically, I don't know if you guys know what a PRO is, but a performance rights organization collects money off of a public... You know what? I'm not even going to get into it. We're going to let Greg des- you know, describe all that later. But we, have a, well, we have a great guest right, who a- actually is a creative director for um, one of... Well, there are three 
major PROs, and he's a director for one of the three, CSAC. And so he's going to be joining us and explaining all this that's probably like the most complicated thing to being an artist, in my opinion, probably like one of the most complicated pieces of right. artistry. People don't understand how do, how do I get paid? How does the song playing on the radio equal residual income for me? How right. does that, what's that formula like? Yeah, these, like these PROs, they're your timesheet. Yeah. They're your timesheet. This yeah. is where you clock in and register all your work. And any show that we ever have about one of the streams of income is an important show. So if you Absolutely. if you don't have a piece of paper, well, you can rewind, I guess, but don't be lazy. Get out a piece of paper and a pen and write some of this stuff down, man, because this is how you continue doing music and not have to go back to your nine to five. Well, this is basically what makes it, it it's the way that dollars make sense, that music makes sense. Because if you if you're performing um, on whatever level you're performing, you want to make sure that you are being compensated for your your artistry. So, and that's everyone from you know a grassroots performer that's doing festivals to someone that's selling out you know huge arenas. Right. There's still a way to get paid for what you do. It's one of your income streams. Okay, so we are excited to welcome our next guest to the ninety ten rule. We have Mr. Gregory Smith, uh, three stacks, four stacks. Ooh. He has quite a few aliases, but he Wait. is the director of creative services for CSAC Atlanta. Hey. Welcome, Greg. Good evening. How are you? I haven't heard those names in 10 years. Let's Let's not bring up the past. <laughs> well, you've been doing your thing for quite a while um, in the in the music industry. You've been on multiple sides of uh, behind the behind the, the, the keyboards, in front of the uh, on the stage. Uh, managed several groups. Uh, had success as a manager, publisher, and now you're with CSAC. So, um, welcome to the ninety ten well- rule. Thank you, thank you for having me. It's a great honor to be in the in the presence of not only two very fine people in the industry, but two friends. So thank you for having me. Thank you again for coming. Hey, I got. I have a question because you've done so much. You've been around the world. You've seen all the artists from different places. What do you think is different about Atlanta? What's unique about Atlanta? Um. The, well, the thing is, I think a lot of times people tend to try to put Atlanta in a box. And and in my personal opinion, I think Atlanta is the most well-versed city as far as multi-genre artists. Uh, it's probably the most creative city in, in the country. Um, our biggest issue is that we can't cut checks here. But all of the music is done here, for anywhere from Zach Brown, who lives in Smyrna, Georgia, to Future, to Brian Michael Cox, to Teddy Riley, to Elton John. They all live here in Atlanta. So this is probably one of the most creative cities in the country. Absolutely. Absolutely. I didn't know Elton John lived here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Cool. That's super cool. So, okay. So talk to us a little bit about what you do as director of creative services for CSAC now. I know that's one of your many hats, but talk to us about what that job entails. Well, um, well basically... I mean, in, in layman's terms, my job at CSAC is I'm a bill collector. I um, I help the songwriters and the producers attain their performance royalties. Um, the, and the definition of performance is anything that you can hear in a live setting, whether that's radio, television, film, a restaurant, Phillips Arena, Kroger, 
Um, anywhere outside of a church or an outside venue that's not listed as a festival is considered as a live performance. So we, it's our job to make sure that we um, track the the song plays for these for these songwriters and producers, and help attain their help attain their um their financial stability. And in addition to that, I you know I spend a lot of time trying to find either the next thing or trying to reestablish maybe a a seasoned veteran that may be at another organization and try to you know talk them into you know, basically telling them why CSAC may be a better option for them. Okay. So basically you guys are out getting new talent, but a, a bigger name means more for CSAC. Kind of go over what the difference between the PROs are and why, or like how would you seduce or court one of those big artists? What I makes like CSAC? Seduce. Yeah. <laughs> wow. You know, um, I, I tell people a lot of time, I hope I don't get in trouble for this, but, um, I consider the PROs to be um, equivalent to like hamburger chains. You have McDonald's, you have Burger King, and you have Wendy's. And CSAC is more of a Wendy's. It's fewer locations. We take a little bit more time with the with the product. We nurture it, and we give you the freshest quality that we can give you. Well, you just did a great commercial for Wendy's. Where's the um. beef? <laughs> 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 the beef is at CSAC. So, I like that. So um, I think, it, it, and it's crazy because, and this is a really amazing time to to be discussing this now because we've done some major, major shifting in the last year and a half. We've been quietly moving around, making some big, big plays. Uh, for example, which is, it's common knowledge now, but CSAC acquired both uh, the Harry Fox Agency as well as Rumblefish. So effective, like September 1, CSAC will no longer be called a PRO and will be called an MRO, a music rights organization. Wow. Simply because we'll be handling not only the performance royalties, but we'll be handling mechanical royalties as well as licensing for the clients. Can you explain, because of, of course a lot of our viewers are independent artists that may not have made it to your office as of yet. They may not have made it to that big stage yet. Can you explain the difference between a mechanical royalty and you know, kind of give us the breakdown of, in layman's yeah. terms of that? It's, it's really easy. Mechanical royalties are, are album sales. Performance royalties, like I said earlier, is more anything where you're performing, whether it's at, like I said, Phillips Arena, or if you're at the Apache Cafe, or if you're at, or, or if it's on the radio, ter- I'm sorry, and I didn't say this earlier, my apologies, terrestrial or satellite radio, which is like a V103 or a Star 94 from a, from a radio side, or like a XM radio or a Sirius radio. So we, we handle, you know, tracking the songs for that. Now, when you go into digital radio, that's more of the sound exchange thing that we talked about offline, Brian. Right. And they handle those royalties. Um, in addition to that, the one thing that we that we do cover that BMI or the other PROs don't cover is we handle streaming. It's a very small percentage, but it's better than nothing. So right. that of a Spotify or a Pandora or a Beats Music or Apple Music, we do we do um, track those as well. 
So, okay, explain to me how if I'm a independent artist, say I'm in Pensacola, Florida, and mm-hmm. I have uh, a song that is popular amongst my friends and, you know, a small local area, but I'm doing a lot of shows in those areas. I'm performing maybe, you know, after, uh, the, after parties and uh, maybe after school functions and things, and I'm getting, you know, I'm some, doing some collaborations with my local radio station, but it's, it's still very uh, regional and not, you know, um, Nash, I don't have a national audience, but I'm, okay. I'm getting requests to do a lot of those shows. How am I, how am I going to collect on those shows? And is that even possible? Because a lot of people are in it's that situation. To- yeah, it's totally possible, Crystal. The thing is, is that what, what the artist has to do, like you said, they're an independent artist. So it's very important that they handle those those steps to making sure that they're being compensated. So the first thing you would do at any PRO is once you have your records recorded, mixed and mastered, you want to register those records into your society. And once you register the records into the society, that gives us the opportunity to be able to track where your records are playing, whether it's in Tupelo, Mississippi or Pensacola, Florida. The other great thing about that from a CSAC perspective is that we do the live, we, we like our, I guess our biggest sale is on the live performance. As long as you are registering your records and registering your live performances, let's say we'll, we'll, we'll slide over to Atlanta so I can give somebody a, an idea. Let's say that there's an open mic at the Apache Cafe. And they do an original song at the Apache Cafe. If they go into the system and say, I was at the Apache Cafe Wednesday night and I did A and B songs and register that into the system, we make sure that 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 venue was really doing that event that night and we do pay for that. Cool. Okay. And, And better than that, if the venue isn't licensed... We still pay the the affiliate or we pay the artist or songwriter for the performance. We just have to go after the venue for not having their um, establishment licensed. So that that actually is a good point that you brought up about the licensing. Give us an idea of how how does CSEC collect money from the venues that you're talking about? What does that licensing entail? Well, what it is is that these venues, whether it's a restaurant or or a club or or a major venue or like I said, Phillips Arena or the you know Falcon Stadium, they have to pay a license to each of the performance rights organizations once a year. And then from that license, that gives them the authority to be able to play this music or have live performances in their venues. That entails, comes back to us, and then what we do is pay out the, the artist from that licensing fee. And, you know, you just mentioned about the Harry Fox Agency and uh, you guys becoming an MRO. I'm, I don't know. Maybe I'm behind the, 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 the scope on this one. Is there any other MROs out there? Are you guys, will no, you guys be the first one? We're the one? only one. That is awesome. And it's, like I said, it's an amazing time to be at CSAC. And, um, and uh, I will say this, you know, in the last five to seven years, there were three ways that you could get on to CSAC. And it would be by a referral from an, from a, an executive at the company 
or you can be referred by another affiliate who's already a part of CSAC, or you can go through the submission process, which is a four to six week process. You do an application, you upload a couple of songs, and then it goes through a two tier um, submission committee. Effective July 1st, we are no longer taking submissions. We are no longer taking referrals from other affiliates. So that has passed. That date has passed. Yes. (laughs) So the only way you can get in now is to be invited, which is how CSAC started at the very beginning. How would an artist get to you, Greg, uh, since obviously you're someone that can invite them? You you are the man. Without payola. Exactly. (laughs) How do I get that invitation from CSAC? How How do I, as an artist, court Greg Smith? What does an artist need to do to get your attention so they can be on the radar for that invite? I've been blessed to have been able to be a part of this industry for close to 20 years. So there are certain things that I look for when I'm trying to bring somebody over to CSAC. I, I want the best. I want the elite. I want something that everybody wants, but everybody can't get. Um, and I, I scout and I look for it just like an old school A&R. Um, of course, you know, I... I they have to remember that we're all friends. So, Crystal, you know, I just returned from New York about a week ago. Um, there was a kid that I was looking at and I was really excited about. And I called corporate in L.A. and said, I said, we need to make a move on this guy because his numbers are amazing. He's an independent artist. He's made over two million views in less than two months on YouTube. He's a sensation. Every record label is trying to sign him and I want to go get him. And so what I did is I hit the kid on Twitter and he hit me back. And then when I got a chance to speak to his, his uh, manager, I told the manager, man, I really want you guys to think about coming to CSAC. And they said, well, we've kind of made our decision already. And I said, well, man, I said, just if you could just give me a fair shot, you know, at least hear me out. And so he says, well, the client is going to be in New York for a couple of weeks. How about we get on a phone call? when he gets in town and we'll do a conference call. I said, how about I do you better than that and I'll hop on a plane and come see you. And so that's what I did. So you're going and, after artists like like a label, like a label oh, A&R would. totally, totally. That's totally. something that's really exciting too because, you know, I think that People see CSAC or ASCAP or BMI as these big, you know, big companies that, you know, have all their artists already in place. But it's kind of refreshing to hear the the grind and the hustle that's, you know, you're starting again. Almost like, yeah. almost like you're new to it. it. It brings the excitement back to it. It, Brian, it's so exciting, bro. It, it's it's so exciting because, you know, anybody in this town that knows me knows that you'll see me from anywhere as the Apache or the basement in East Atlanta or Club Crucial in the Alpha Bankhead, but you might, you'll probably see me at the Fox, or you'll see me at the Grammys, or you'll see me at Phillips Arena. I, I don't care where to go. What it is that I'm looking for, what's going to be profitable, what's going to help that client get to the next level. And the main thing is that CSAC is a family-oriented situation. The other two organizations, BMI and ASCAP, have roughly 660,000 members apiece. So if you're not a big name on one of those organizations, in my opinion, you're a statistic. You're just another number. And hopefully you'll get on and hopefully a situation will happen where you can get some limelight. But if not, 
you're just another number. Right. Here at CSAC, we have roughly 50,000 members. So that gives us an opportunity to put our hands on these clients and, and really show them the importance that they are not only to the industry, but who they are to us. And, um, and our, our turnaround rate is pretty, pretty good. You know, you have people like uh, Teddy Riley, who's been with us for over 20 years. You right. have Brian Michael Cox, who's been with us for over 20 years. Um, on the gospel side, I, I just was honored to uh, present Shirley Caesar with her star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame about wow. a month ago. She's been with us for over 20 years. Um, Neil Diamond, who's been with us forever. Um, Bob <laughs> Dylan. Bob Dylan, yeah. You know, and, 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 and the other stigma is that a lot of people think that CSAC is just like a country-based PRO. Right, right. Definitely not the truth. You forgot one of the you forgot one of the sexiest writers y'all got though. Who me? Me. (laughs) I'm gonna see say right. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You thought it was you. I'm talking about me. I thought I thought you were talking about me. Okay, okay. (laughs) All righty then. Lots of lots of testosterone in this room. (laughs) Everybody (laughs) Brian, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I'm a publisher and writer for a CC. Brian is a publisher and a writer here. Yep. Along, along with his daughter. Yeah, with my daughter. Well, no mother, wonder yes. he wanted to do this interview. <laughs> no wonder, <laughs> no wonder we opted for CSAC as opposed to BMI and ASCAP. And, and what's so crazy, Greg? I can give my ad advertisement for CSAC as well. What I think is super awesome about CSAC compared to the others is that, like you said, there are fifty thousand members, and I'm not going to say only fifty thousand because I think that's an actually a, a, a positive thing because it allows. CSAC to change directions as quickly as the industry changed directions. Unlike some of the other big ones that are like dinosaurs that have to turn all the way around and, you know, reposture, CSAC can turn as quickly as the, as the tide changes. And that's what's awesome about CSAC. I totally agree with you. All right, Greg. So tell our listeners how they can get in contact with you, man. Oh, man. I'm a listen. I'm an easy sell. You can um, get me on my social media, is my Twitter as well as my. Uh, Instagram is F O U R four underscore G S. And if you need to reach me at the CSAC offices, you can reach Atlanta info at CSAC.com. And that's S E S as in Sam A C. Cool beans. Thanks so much, Greg. Now I have one last question for you before we let okay. you out of here. Okay. Tell us, I know that you're outside of CSAC, but of course this, you know, is a huge position, but what do you think, what would, what is, what are you excited about music wise coming up outside of what you're doing just as a, a regular uh, music uh, head, someone as a, fan. Um, as a fan, yes. What are you, well, what artists are you excited about coming up, especially the, for the third crazy fourth thing quarter? is that the artists that I go for, the first thing I tell them is that I'm a fan first. And that's the reason that I want to be on their team. Right. Is because I'm going to deal with you in a way that the others won't. Um, I'll give the guy's name. This kid, his name is Amine. A-M is in Mary, N-I-E. He's from Portland, Oregon. This kid is the truth. He's the truth. And what it is, is he just, it's just good music. Super excited about this guy. Um, hip-hop artist from Portland, Oregon. He's an Ethiopian of uh, descent. He's just a fun guy. And he's going to kind of shift where, where we are musically. I promise you. Wow. Um, another person I'm super excited about is Gabby Wilson. Um, I got a chance to sit down with uh, the, the infamous 
uh, Jeff Robinson, who, of course, we know is his his claim to fame is his relationship with Alicia Keys. Um, he's got this new artist, which is not really new. Gabby's been on the scene since she was about nine. She's now 19 years old and she's evolved into a phenomenal young woman. I think the vocal prowess of Brandy and the musicianship of Alicia Keys, he's nurtured her. I got a chance to sit with her last week and um, amazing amazing um in the i and and then i'm i'm multifaceted when i a lot of people say what kind of music you listen to and you say oh i listen to a little bit of everything i really listen to a little bit of everything um i'm very excited about a, a group called the van leers it's a country group out of nashville tennessee who is like they call themselves rock and roll with a little country soul and uh, they are country meets Paramore. So it's very heavily wow. rock influenced, but the, the lyrical content and the melodies are amazing. You, they're going to be ones to watch okay. as well. Those are three that I'm super, super excited about. Okay, so Amine, the Van Leers, and Gabby Wilson. Greg has given us a, a what's next list. And um, thanks so much for joining us today. We we can't we can't say thank you enough for your information. Hopefully, people will look uh, look you up and hit you up with uh, with more questions if they have questions outside of this. And um, I think I think that's about it, right? I just want to say I'm really excited for you and with you about the future of CSAG. Hey, Brian, thank you so much, brother. And really, you should come by so we can really dig into it a little more because it's some you know we there's only so much I can share right now, but. You know, but when we hit the top of the year, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a real problem, and a lot of people are like gonna say, "I wish I would have did this at the right time." This is a great time to be a part of CSAC. Cool, man. All right, listeners, Greg Smith. Thank you guys so much. All right, so one of the things that caught my attention was like, I guess like the the new title of MRO is is. Am I even using the the words correctly? Saying a title as, as an MRO, or I don't know. I, th- I think they're going to be one of a kind for a long time because the the combination of those things is is unheard of. Yeah, I mean nobody else is in that space, and and like buying out Harry Fox was huge, and I think it's a good business move for them. Um, but I'm wondering how. I think, uh, well, here's my thing. I, I guess, and, and I'm glad he did a good job of, of explaining especially what what they do and how an artist can collect money. But I know that there's a ton of artists out there that are just now finding out what a PRO is. Right. And so an MRO just seems like something completely different and out of the blue. Does that make know, sense it, seems, it does, but it also seems more inclusive though. And I think that there are so many, like, Artists are looking at different ways. Obviously, publishing publishing through movies and um, film, especially with is you know the way the film industry has is just blossoming. There's so many different ways of distribution. I think that people are looking for out of the box ways to get their to get their music out and to and to you know gain exposure. So, I think that it it sounds to me like it's going to be a much more inclusive way of serving the artists and and and. Um, you know, songwriters and producers as well. So, I don't know. I, I mean, I think I think you know, CSAC has taken something on that's going to make them a bigger force, a bigger competitor. You know, Definitely. in that industry, a unique, unique selling point. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, they they've already got like I'm a CSAC member. I'm a writer and and uh, yeah, publisher. obviously so is Brian. He got a shout out. He and Diamar hey, got a shout right, out. Right, but um, and and they are unique. And he kind of described it mm-hmm. well. Like there there's not as many of them. They're not as popular. Um, and they, and they do have a, a great product. Um, I'm just yeah. I I know a lot of artists. They they instantly know ASCAP. Right. They instantly know BMI. Like those are the names that they know. And being introduced to to CSAC is it's something new for them already. And then finding out that they offer something completely different than what BMI and ASCAP offer is right. Like, oh, I, I, well, it does put the artist more in in charge of their career because mm-hmm. you got to know what you're really trying to do. Right. And right. if 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 your PRO or MRO is where you're getting your checks, then you have to sit down and actually have a conversation with yourself and your business partners about how you're going to conduct right. business. Right. No, I, I I think it's a great thing, and I think, like I said, it 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 makes CSEC even more niche, uh, you know, op, niche opportunity for um, for artists and 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 their teams. You know, so I. Th- I love it. I mean, I'm, I'm excited to see how they're going to roll it out. You know, we kind of got the scoop before they kind of went public with everything. So I think it'd be interesting. But I, I do think that the other the other PROs are going to are going to follow suit if it works. I mean, well, I think that the the thing that is probably the most impactful is that they're no longer accepting applications. If you're not already a part of it, you have to be invited from this point. Right. So. Right. Yeah, but I mean that I you know exclusivity makes everything hotter, right? You know, so I I think that's great, and I think that you know they got the they got the edge on the competition, and when I I do believe it's going to work, and with people wanting to be a part of that, I think it's just going to make the competition you know run to follow them because I I I really think it's ingenious. I think that's the 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 way things are moving with the industry. You have to do things different, and I know that right. there are a lot yeah. of very frustrated. <clears throat> You know, songwriters and producers, and we've talked about that before the show with Greg about you know the way they get paid and the way things have gone has been frustrating for a lot of artists. So I think you know it could possibly be uh, a, another alternative that provides some you know some help with that. We'll see. You know what? I wonder if the other cities are like Atlanta because in CSAC, I mean in Atlanta, CSAC puts on weekly events as well. So there's a lot of ways to you know do meet and greets and mixers and mm-hmm. uh, learning sessions, and they partner up with other other. Companies to do the same thing. I right. wonder if the other cities are like that because I don't see that from ASCAP or BMI. Well, CSAC does do things like that in Nashville. Okay, I have that's seen their, that. That's Nashville. their that's their corporate headquarters. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where ASCAP is is um is LA, but <clears throat> and I think that ASCAP has a huge presence in the in the music industry. Period. CSAC has a more niche presence. More. Um, they were known as, you know, yeah, as songwriters, and it was, it's just a very different genre. Right. Where ASCAP has kind of been across the board, and they're just, they're the huge corporate monster, you know, and then BMI is, is kind of like, I guess, the second tier, but um, I, I, I support all three. Yeah. You know, I definitely support all three and see, you know, I have clients that are ASCAP, BMI, and CSAC, and I see yeah. uh, the difference, but I do think with a smaller, a smaller niche, um, consumer or group, you, you have to come up with different ways to stay competitive. Well, anybody who's doing who's who's doing any creative music and selling music, you have to have a publishing company in each. So right. I have BMI ASCAP as well, besides CSAC. But listeners, if you're a writer, you you have to pick one. So right. as a writer, I'm a CSAC writer, but my publishing is in all three. 
Right. So guys, don't just don't stop at one for your publishing. Right. You you can you can do a publishing company for each individual one. So just a little tidbit. And you know what? The playing field is changing too because Sound Exchange is has found a niche where all they do is online performances. Right. Where which is an, an area where ASCAP BMI uh and CSAC actually were had kind of dropped the ball. Right. right. They weren't really paying artists based on their YouTube views and, and things of that nature. Um, and so Sound Exchange built a business off of filling that void. Right. Right. I mean, you know, what do you I know both of both of you have 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 had a different experience being an artist and then being a producer. So and I know initially when we talked about having Greg on the show, it was like, you know, a lot of the artists that we service with this show probably aren't at that place yet. But what was your experience, Kevin, early on, you know, in your career when you learned about this and then signed up? And then the same thing, you know, Brian as well, because I know you produce and then also you worked, you managed artists, you know. So what has been your experience with the PROs? Um, what, matter of fact, I signed up with CSAC for a couple of reasons. One, I did get an invite because some of my some of my friends were songwriters and singers and, and they were signed up with CSAC. Um, so I was able to get an invite through them. Um, and, oh, one thing that really stood out to me was the fact that CSAC paid on performances where ASCAP and BMI did not. Yeah, he meant, Greg mentioned On that physical performance. Like when you go on stage or you go to an open mic and you're performing at Apache or, you know, some club like that, then uh, you can register that and you'll get paid on that performance. Right. Where it's not even, whereas with ASCAP, it's like it's not even a discussion. I kind of have two different um, ideas about the PROs. So um, one one way is I do have, you know, checks that I've gotten from the PRO you know, small amounts from certain things that I'd written on or, or done. And, you know, that's cool. If you don't really have a song that's that's spinning a lot, you're not going to see a really big check right. from them. It's just you're, the algorithm, you're too far down in the algorithm. However, through by managing artists, though, um, on more than one occasion, we have gone into the CSAC office and actually got paid in advance mm. on the idea of songs you know, being publicly performed. So, mm-hmm. you know, m- mm. me and my artists would go in and actually negotiate an amount to be paid in advance for future wow. performance royalties. Now, what happens if you don't fulfill the, the those uh, performance? You, you, those performances don't happen. Say a tour gets canceled, or right. what? What is what is the penalty for that? Well, it's kind of like a, a, a gamble on CSAC's part. In order to have a higher a higher echelon client, mm-hmm. they're willing to give you money in advance. To keep you, as opposed to you having meeting your window and going to ASCAP or BMI, right. CSAC is willing to say, "Hey, we know what you got going on here. We're going to look in the pipeline and see, you know, what we predict you're going to make this year, and then we're going to give you a portion of that as an advance." So um, sometimes it's, it's like I said in the interview, it's to seduce that that big name to come and stay here, so that we have a, a bigger look. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's because we can actually look in the pipeline and see exactly what it is. But regardless, it's it's really just a gamble. It's like an, an advance in an album at a, um, a record label, right? You know, they're they're looking for future performances and they're saying it's, you know it's not just performances at a, at a concert but on the radio or wherever so um, but I think that it's very it's very valuable if you're that artist right if you have the ability to walk in there and negotiate you know the advance 
payment of performance royalties as well. Well, I would say the flip side of that is as a publicist and, and consultant, I've worked with artists that were signed to um, both ASCAP and BMI. And some of my recent clients have gotten ridiculous life-changing checks <laughs> from ASCAP. I won't say numbers or names because that would cause people to probably seek them out. But I, I agree, ridiculous. Yeah, ri- ridiculous numbers. And um, I think that, that that is one of the things that ASCAP has the ability to do because they are the big dog. Right. They can, you know, shell out millions of dollars for those big names that are going to be... Um, you know, they, you know those big superstar names that, that a CSAC, you know, doesn't have. BMI is 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 not far off, but I know that ASCAP just has that because they are so far right. ahead of the curve. They're able to, um, they, you know, I don't think there's much competition when it comes to uh, some of the bigger names with the, the amount of money that ASCAP's able to but provide. See, but you, what you're talking about though is an exception. Like most artists aren't superstar writers. True. You know, true. so so. In those cases, if you're not one of those superstar writers, then ASCAP may not pay you any attention. Whereas CSAC, because of their mobility, they can kind of get around and find those artists who are who are not necessarily superstars, but have a lot of good work in the pipeline. But and it all depends on who believes in you. Because I, oh. I I worked I worked with an artist that was not a huge um, artist at the time that we started working with her, and um, well, she she had she had some. <laughs> She had about six records on Mariah Carey in the can coming that you know we knew were coming when I signed on with her, but um, and she wasn't that big of a priority. But because people vouched for her, though people vouched for yeah. her, but because her manager could see the you know could see what was coming, you know she ended up becoming you know very well off um, and was signed to ASCAP. And I think it just depends, and you don't want to ever go into a situation assuming you're always going to be an underdog, right? You know, so I think you know at the end of the day, artists and songwriters and producers should check. And see which, I guess, culture fits their fits the goals they have for their career the best. And you know, you know what? There's actually because I didn't I didn't say that, and when you asked me before, but now I think about it. When I was an artist and I didn't know anybody and I hadn't done anything, I signed up with ASCAP, mm-hmm. and I went to Music Row in Nashville, saw the ASCAP building right there on the corner. Mm-hmm. And went to the office and tried to talk to somebody like, "Hey, I don't know. I, I'm a member, but I don't know what I'm doing here." Right. And I couldn't get, I couldn't get any. Right. Send, any, a, send an email, kid. Right. Basically, it right. was you know I was just sitting in the lobby. Right. So um, at at that point, I got frustrated and I was like, "Man, you no, know, something. Somebody's got to talk to me. Somebody's got to give me some answers. <laughs> like I got John to know. Q? Like John Q. But this was this was when I took the opportunity to go ahead and switch from ASCAP, right, to CSAC. And I was about to mention what you're about to talk about CSAC. So, how was the experience with CSAC talking to somebody? Well, it was a lot better. I had a lot more insight. I had a lot more interaction. I had somebody that could actually answer questions right. and piece together some of the things that I thought that I was figuring out. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So they, they were able to give me some guidance. And, and because of that, I got checks. And, and even, even, I mean, in the CSAC office in Atlanta, even though Greg is the creative director, he's really only about two people away from you if you walk in off the street. That's how that's how culturally their their company is. It's not, yeah. you know, we're not going to hide them away on the fiftieth floor. Greg is in the office, you know, almost daily. And if you need to get a meeting with him, you probably can get a meeting with him. I, I, won't, I can't say how long it'll be, but you literally can get that feedback almost immediately in the CSAC office. So that's something that I give credit yeah. to CSAC for being able to do as well. Yeah, yeah. I think. I mean, I think it, it, people appreciate intimate and, and experiences that make them feel. 
um, like they're valuable, you know, and I know it can be difficult as a new artist. So I think, but I still think that people need to figure out which, which company kind of suits where they want to go. Um, because again, with CSAC, you have to be invited, you know, you have, so, so really, you know, it's important to get to, um, Greg, of course, we, we support at the Atlanta office to, you know, and, and, and hopefully he believes in your work, you know, so you don't, it's not like there's, that's something that's open to every artist. So, um, you know, for those that are able to get that invitation, it probably is a good idea, but there are some artists that may not get that invitation and there's other opportunities for you. And I just, I feel like good music and if you put your time, put your um, due diligence in and, and create a great product, you're, trust me, whoever, whichever PRO you, you choose is going to come looking for you. You know, they're going to support you based on your product. You can't just put out trash or put out mediocre things and expect to be a priority. That's just right. not... Because trust me, CSAC's not going to make you a priority either. You know, it just kind of depends on... Not if you're trash, no. Not if you're trash, <laughs> yeah. So, so it's not like, well, you you know... Every, and I don't even think everybody off the street can get, in, can get um, you know, time with Greg. I think that it's people right. that they consider a, a, po- a, a possible... That could be a potential priority for them. Even when he was, he mentioned earlier the the kid that he went to go uh, meet with is right. someone that's obviously been doing their due diligence. The kid has you know millions of view, uh, of views on YouTube, so trash doesn't really work in any situation. Well, let, let me let me go back then and say that I think that in the CSAC office you can speak to someone. Right. It may not be Greg, but you'll get a meeting with someone, and right. there'll, there'll be somebody who can give you an answer as opposed to you <laughs> having to send an email and then waiting a few days to get a response. Right. A response. Right. 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 As a matter of fact, CSAC's actually, I have to say that they're partly responsible for my transition to Atlanta because there were some things, especially being an artist who does urban music, there were some things that the office in Nashville, they just couldn't answer those questions for mm-hmm. me. They didn't have that, like Nashville is the country music home. Right. It's not the urban music home. No, no, right? no. So <laughs> some of the things that I wanted to get out of Nashville, I was getting frustrated. And they were like, well, you just need to go to Atlanta. Right. That's where they speak your language. That's right. where you, get, see, you again, have better that's resources. Difference. That's a di- <laughs> that was hilarious. We right. should, should, no, I'm not going to do that. But, but that's why I'm going back to saying each, each artist or a performer has to, has to figure out what fits them. Kevin doesn't fit Nashville. <laughs> hey, what you say, boy? What you do? <laughs> you say you rap on what? Right. <laughs> you need to go down to Atlanta. <laughs> That's where they do that. <laughs> I mean, well, you know, hey, this it's no secret that Nashville is country music city. Right. It, like, so, yeah, it's just not their idea of rap music was Garth uh, Brooks and Nelly? Not, no, not even Garth Brooks and Nelly. No, it was Georgia Cowboy country Troy. Line. Georgia Cowboy line. Troy. They don't like rapping Duke? Yo, <laughs> huff. But you know what's crazy about Nashville? I know this is off topic, but the whole the whole country network, the whole country brotherhood is popping. Yeah, if, I like that. If if we could get hip hop like that, I would love to see hip hop do in Atlanta what they do for country music in Nashville. Wow. Like they do CMA Fest, right. where all the artists come out and sign autographs, and different uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, TV stations come in and and have things for people to do and have the award show and all that. I would love to see that happen. It's a right peaceful, here in Atlanta. Peaceful time. <laughs> Maybe we don't even need to talk too much. Right. We could talk yeah, off the mic about, yeah. <laughs> Listeners, thank you once again for tuning in to the 90-10 rule. 
We'll see you next time. Visit us at the9010rule.com. That's 9010rule.com.